Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. A program in three acts today. Act one, political money. Act two, the lack of money. Act three, too much money. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Let Marketplace be your guide to the modern world. Subscribe to the Marketplace Tech Report podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here for the Marketplace podcast on this Thursday, everybody. It is the 23rd of January today. Last night in Miami, Justin Bieber was arrested for... Oh, no, wait. Sorry, wrong program. Last night, Treasury Secretary Jack Lew, yeah, that's better, Jack Lew said he is going to run out of money a little bit earlier than he had been thinking. Lew, of course, has the debt limit firmly in his sights, the date by which Congress will have to raise the amount that Lew can bar to pay our debts or else. Late February is the new estimate, when the money coming in basically won't cover the money going out. And so not for the first time, it does kind of make one think the government is living paycheck to paycheck. Marketplace's David Gura gets us going. After we hit the debt limit, the Treasury Department could keep us solvent for a little while longer using what are called extraordinary measures. The X date is when the extraordinary measures run out. Steve Bell's a guy who pays close attention to that X date and how much cash the government has on hand. He's with the Bipartisan Policy Center. I asked Bell if the government's robbing Peter to pay Paul if he thinks we're living paycheck to paycheck. We really are right now. Maybe not paycheck to paycheck, but payday loan to payday loan. Payday loan to payday. That's a very good way of putting it, yes. Of course, the government's getting a much better interest rate than you'd get at a payday lender. Now, it's hard to say precisely when the government will come up short. On any given day, it doesn't know for sure how much money's coming in and how much money's going out. But Bell says if history is any guide... This is the worst possible time you could have this happen. Turns out February is a tough month budget-wise. Alex Gelber teaches public policy at UC Berkeley. Treasury is going to have a lot of payments going out relative to receipts coming in. And that's because in February, a lot of Americans file their taxes. Americans who know they're going to get refunds. Rudy Penner is an economist with the Urban Institute. He says on top of that, the government's going to cut a lot of other checks. They make a gargantuan number of payments. Interest payments, Social Security payments, in all, we're talking about three to five million of them each and every day. In Washington, I'm David Gura for Marketplace. You know how political reporters have been mumbling about the 2016 presidential race having started already? About this hopeful going to Iowa and this hopeful making a big policy speech? Well, I got news for you, political reporters. That was nothing The 2016 campaign actually starts now because the money people have gotten publicly involved. Priorities USA Action, the biggest of the liberal super PACs, says it's already started fundraising for Hillary Clinton, official candidacy for the former secretary of state or no official candidacy. Marketplace's Sabri Beneshore has this report on the eternal run for the White House. It almost sounds shocking, fundraising so far ahead of the election. But really, is it really shocking? We've had a permanent campaign for many, many years, really decades. 
Larry Sabato teaches politics at the University of Virginia. But if fundraising isn't happening any earlier, there is more pressure to get organized earlier. In part, that's because outside groups or ambitious billionaires can throw money into a race at any time. Bob Biersack is a senior fellow at the Center for Responsive Politics. In a world where one or two people can decide they really want this person to be the next president and they're going to invest tens of millions, and that can come at any time, you can't afford to wait. Candidates in 2008 spent $1.7 billion on the presidential race. In 2012, they spent just over $2 billion. UVA Sabato says there are a few things that may push 2016 to break a new record. With every additional cycle, you have new technologies that have to be funded. So, for example, data mining and voter tracking technology. Plus, it's an open race. There's no incumbent, which means there may be a lot more candidates than last time. Still, there is a limit to how much campaign spending can grow, and Stephen Ansola Beher thinks we're reaching it. He teaches politics at Harvard. In general, over the long stretch of American history, the amount of money that goes into campaigns tracks with the amount of money in the society. So the $3 billion presidential race may be a ways off, though I'm not betting any money. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. You could probably blame us for the happenings on Wall Street.